0: Bye. <sharp inhale> santan and beyond get ready for the santan times hour with your host alexander
1: welcome 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 ladies and gentlemen everyone in between and beyond this is the Santon times hour on mix and 93.8 and also available on all good podcast platforms i'm alexander leibner or as anonymous put it on facebook last week to personality well bless you sunshine and uh, talking about sunshine it is edition 128 week 34 of 2023 and it's still august but it feels like things are getting warmer it feels like summer and spring are creeping in and i couldn't be happier i'm excited to be with you once again for this hour and uh if you would like to send through your questions your comments your feedback you can do so using editor at santantimes.co.za if you want to send an email or connect on social media at Times, or visit the website santantimes.co.za and if you're listening live on Mix 93.8 and not on the podcast well the whatsapp line is open on 84 8220938 and uh, apart from the person who asked about running a competition last week uh, we got some uh, fascinating feedback from an array of listeners uh, based on our discussion around the movie Sound of Freedom including D, who uh, wrote a message and said, I don't think I'd be able to watch the film, not because I don't think it's well done or important, but because the reality upsets me. I do hope others are able to go and watch it. And if you did go and watch it, I'd love to hear if you did see it and what your thoughts were on it. Then Dirk sent through a message as well. He said, how is it possible that child slavery is at its highest in the history of mankind that's beyond bizarre and incomprehensible? And I think the general message sense went along those lines and... Uh, I'm glad to see that you uh, listened and you interacted and you sent through those messages. A special welcome to everyone listening in Johannesburg and Pretoria, across South Africa or wherever you are in the world, online or on air. I'm happy to report that all is well in Santonland. And once again, Vincenzo is behind the mixing desk. And uh, is it just me (laughs) or is Bricks in town? I mean, Santon is just happening at the moment this week. The road markings are being painted, the trees are dusted off, light bulbs are being replaced, the armies on the streets, the police is on every corner, traffic lights that haven't been working for months.
0: For months
1: are suddenly resurrected. They just came on. One day they're just suddenly working all again. It must be the safest place in the universe. And it feels like the World Cup is back in town. It's it's just unbelievable. There's enough bodyguards and blue lights to sink a ship in Santon this week. And uh, it truly is remarkable how when we have guests, people visiting from overseas, it's like having a bra. And when your visitors come, you set up the fence, you put up walls, cameras, laser beams, the whole lot. And then when the visitors go, you dismantle all the walls, all the security, and everyone's left to fend for themselves. (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Anyway, we had a jam-packed week this week. Again, uh, I was invited to speak at the Institute of Internal Auditors South Africa's annual conference in Santon, and I think the audience received this keynote very well, and thank you to them for being such uh, fantastic hosts. Then Workshop 17 hosted their sixth birthday with major expansion underway at their Santon offices, and it's looking really, really good. And then H&M launched a new spring range and they've also collaborated with some local designers and uh, they're going to be selling those products through their brand store in uh, Santon. Then Pick and Pay Clothing, they revealed their new store in Santon City, bigger, greener, and uh, some new designer ranges that they launched as well. And then also the new ICE store in Santon City also made its debut, also bigger, with uh, yeah some really, really nice design features as well. All right, coming up on the show this week, I briefly touched on it, but it's time for a brief update from Santon Central. To find out what's new and uh, also to give us a quick update on the BRICS Summit this week. Then uh, she's the new Miss South Africa for 2023 and I get a chance to catch up with her again after clinching the crown last weekend. Stay tuned for that. And finally, if you're planning a trip down to Cape Town, I wrap up the hour with a look at two hotels I recently had the pleasure of staying at. This and more is coming up shortly, but time to get the hour underway with our first bit of music right here on the Santon Times Hour on MIX 93.8.
0: Promote your brand. Advertise your business. Our audience could be your next client. Contact the Santon Times today.
1: Fitness starts when you pack your bag. It's a promise to yourself to live life well. So kickstart your journey to summer wellness today with a Virgin Active bag, August membership free, plus access to a world of rewards. Call 0860, get fit or visit your nearest club. Versionactive.co.za. T's and C's apply.
0: The best of Santan and beyond. You're listening to the Santan Times Hour.
1: This is the Santan Times Hour on Mix 93.8 with David Tavari and Hot Summer Night featuring 2Evisa. Another one of those 90s tracks that never gets old. And hopefully this is the start of warmer months to come. It's time to have a look at your headlines for this week. So the 15th BRICS Summit is set to take place uh, at the Santon Convention Centre this week. And as highlighted, service delivery is through the roof. I'll be chatting a bit more about this in a few minutes. Then uh, this happened last week, I think. But Times Live reported two men caught in separate incidents speeding on the N1 freeway were arrested in Santon and in Midrand by the Gauteng Traffic Police High Speed Unit. They arrested a 26-year-old speedster in Santon driving a blue BMW M3 Coupe. Good times at 23. Well, he hit 275 kilometers per hour in a prescribed 120 kilometer per hour zone. And then another man, a 23-year-old, and he was driving a white Mercedes-Benz, mind you, at 222 kilometers per hour on the N1 in Midrand. And yes, they are facing uh, legal ramifications uh, based on their excessive speeding. And then Alto 234 on the 57th floor of the Leonardo in Santon. Well, it is the tallest urban bar in Africa and they've reopened their weekend brunch. So if you're looking for something for a weekend excursion with a serious view, well, let me tell you, this is something to experience, especially if you've got uh, a special occasion or maybe just want to just treat yourself. Uh, this uh, branch uh, has always been quite popular, and I see they've uh, brought it back online. Let's park the headlines there for this week. If you head in and out of Santon regularly, you will need to take note of some of the limitations in place on traffic and movement around the 15th brick Summit, as well as an expansion of public sector efforts to keep the traffic lights on. I'm joined by Elaine Jack of Santon Central Management District right after the break.
0: Connect with the Santon Times. Email editor at santontimes.co.za. The best of talk and music in one hour. This is the Santon Times Hour.
1: This is the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 and also available on all good podcast platforms. And as we get the hour going for this week, uh, I thought it was well overdue to do a bit of a check-in on uh, Santon Central, uh, Africa's richest square mile, as uh, there is quite a bit happening uh, this week uh, in terms of general news, but also some other interesting developments. So I'm thrilled to be joined again by Elaine Jack. She is the manager of the Santon Central District, and Elaine, it's good to catch up with you again.
2: Thanks for the opportunity.
1: Absolutely. Well, Elaine, let's uh, get things going first on all things topical before we get into some of the developments. And uh, we've got BRICS coming up in Santon. And uh, what is Santon Central's readiness for uh, this pretty big summit?
2: BRICS summit is from the 22nd to the 24th of August. Uh, we are um, working very closely for a good three months now with uh, saps and all the Uh, various governmental departments in getting Santon ready to host the 15th BRICS Summit and uh, will be obviously hosted at the Santon Convention Centre. We will be hosting to a number of heads of states, uh, not just from the BRICS countries, but also uh, various uh, heads of states from Africa as well. So we are obviously excited that we've been um, nominated to 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 host this uh, prestigious event. One of the event, uh, one of the uh, venues uh, for this event, uh, we are as ready as we can be um, in terms of working, you know, making sure the security of the precinct, um, as well as um, all the hotels uh, preparing for accommodating all the delegates. Just in general, making sure the precinct is ready and welcoming for these uh, international delegates arriving for the summit.
1: Yeah. Well, look, I I think it's pretty safe to say it's going to be a pretty busy uh, time in Santon Central. I think uh, between the hotels being uh, fully occupied and traffic in the area, it's probably going to be one of those where you're going to have to plan your uh, trip in and out of Santon quite carefully or uh, sort of make plans.
2: Yes. So... The summit's actually happening at the Stanton Convention Centre, so any of the roads pretty much around the Convention Centre would be uh, impacted the most. Um, uh, There will be obviously some partial road closures along Maud, West, Alice Lane and Fifth Street, to be specific. Um, But obviously, anything on the outer uh, skirts of uh, these mentioned roads will be hopefully okay. And um, obviously, yes, there will be a lot of dignitaries and a lot of escorting of uh, vehicles in and around the the precinct. But uh, those uh, four mentioned roads will probably be the most impacted. Uh, So uh, just do Plan uh, your route around uh, if you are passing through the uh, uh, InSanton as well. But otherwise, um, all the rest is business as usual.
1: Okay, fantastic. Well, look, we'll certainly be putting up uh, updates as they come through through the week uh, on the today. So make sure you visit the website as well and check that out. Uh, talking about roads and talking about traffic in Santon, uh, one of the other big developments uh, is a follow-up to something we spoke about a couple of months ago. Uh, Investec came along and, uh, what would you call it, sponsored the traffic lights at the corner of uh, Greyston and Ravonia, And that uh, traffic light adoption sponsorship has now moved on and has grown in Greater Santon. Uh, you've got a couple of more corporates that have now signed up to uh, make sure that the lights are on when the light's off.
2: Uh, since the pilot, we've launched it in May this year with Investec, and um, that obviously brought along a lot of attention, and um, and actually a lot of corporates within Santon put up their hands to to sponsor and adopt an intersection. We have since Completed firstly Growth Point and Net Bank, and with SASL, with uh, another six more intersections within the precinct now live and adopted. Uh, so so what happens is that obviously during any low shedding or any power interruption in the precinct, those traffic signals will then be uh, switched on using the the power that's uh, being adopted by the property um, in the adjacent building. So whether it be a solar power, you be UPS, or be it uh, generator power, uh, those traffic signals will then stay on. So, so we're very happy that uh, we've now got six of them online and also more to come as well. So so it's really have moved very quickly. Our partners, JRA, which is Johannesburg Roads Agency, um, has been really very proactive in getting intersections uh, done uh, from a uh, you know ground uh, you know the groundworks um, as soon as the service level agreements are signed between uh, them and the landlord. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I think uh, the 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 support of the corporates and the landlords that are in Santon that uh, has uh, really come on board on this journey with us.
1: It is it safe to say that probably some of the biggest intersections in Santon will now remain on, irrespective of what the load shedding schedule looks like.
2: Yep. And uh, keeping that traffic moving and uh, making sure, you know, uh, that we don't have the interruptions that we have to 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 those spaces. I can tell you where those uh, those activated now uh, is Ravonia and Friedman. That's uh, Grayston and Fifth. It is uh, Catherine and Pybus. And um, of recent now, we've just um, put online now the two discovery sponsored intersections, which is uh, Catherine and Ravonia, and um, as well as Ravonia and Empire. So those are the two that have just come online yesterday.
1: Fantastic. Well, there you have it. A quick update on Santon Central with uh, Elaine Jack, who is the manager of the district, Africa's richest square miles, giving us a quick update there on uh, the upcoming Brick Summit as well as uh, the traffic light. Uh, project that they started with Investec a couple of months ago and is now being rolled out across Santon Central, which means, uh, yeah, at least you're not going to be stuck at these awkward intersections. And uh, you know how it goes in South Africa. Nobody really knows when to drive and when to stop and et cetera. So at least now, hopefully, the green lights will be on and the red lights will be on. And uh, both of those will be adhered to accordingly. We're going to take a quick break and more of the Santon Times Hour right after this.
0: Connect with the Santon Times. Email editor at santantimes.co.za. Back for more? The Santan Times Hour continues. You're listening to The Santan
1: Times Hour on Mix 93.8 with Ava Max and Kings and Queens, which is a very appropriate song as we go into the second half of the Santon Times Hour. My name is Alexander Leipner and you know how this works. If you listen to the show regularly, if you're looking for more details of some of the stuff we discussed, well, you can find it on the show notes on the website today, and there you can find a detailed breakdown of everything we've discussed and so much more. Uh, in this week's edition. Also be sure to check out the social media accounts at Santon Times on whatever platform you're on and also feel free to engage, get in touch, send your feedback, your comments, your input, all of that is welcome. Well, I'm thrilled to be rejoined. I think she must be one of the most interviewed persons or persona that I've had on the show. Uh, We spoke to her a couple of weeks ago. She's back again, but this time she's back with the title. It's Natasha Jubea. She is Miss South Africa 2023. And Natasha, I'm so thrilled to have you on the Santon Times, but I'm even more thrilled to be introducing you as Miss South Africa 2023.
3: Really, really thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's been, I think we spoke in June. Why do I believe we spoke in June or was it end of May? It's always lovely speaking to you. It's, I think, my third time actually.
1: It could be your third time. It could be your fourth time. I feel like we've spoken yes, quite a few times. Really,
3: yes.
1: It speaks to your determination in this particular field of of pageantry. I mean, I know you went to Miss Universe, you entered Miss South Africa before, but we're going to get into all of that shortly. Natasha, I know you've been asked how you feel and, and who you've spoken to and all these things. And I'm not necessarily going to try and evoke all those responses again. It has been some time now that you've managed to sort of the dust has settled and you've managed to kind of hopefully find your feet a bit. Where to from here? Because I think it's so often that we find that we've got a goal and we get to that goal and suddenly we are there. And and now what? Now you got what you wanted. What do you do now?
3: So I don't think I've achieved fully what I wanted yet. Uh, I waited for, well, I didn't wait for the platform, but now I know I can make whatever I started so much bigger. So the plan of action is to enroll all those bursaries, that's going to be the first thing after media week that we will discuss and how we want to implement it. I think I might have a little bit of a homecoming, which would be cool, <laughs> but I think when we do the um, bursary program, I do want to make it as big as possible. Yeah, Really That that's going to be the goal. I don't think there's going to be a certain limit, like if I can push that limit constantly that's what I'm going to do. Other than that, like, I think I just need to sit down, like you said, find my feet, sit with the organization and really discuss, like, what's the plan of action? What's important to me this year? Uh, what's the thing that I can realistically implement? Because I'm a very logical person. I don't only want to speak on matters. Yes, I also do that. But I really want to implement solutions. I really want to, to get people together, organizations, brands together, wherever they can help.
0: Mm,
1: absolutely. And I think it's a great a great cause. Education is so important in the future of South Africa and especially good quality education and also education in fields that we really need in the country. But I want to quickly take a step back to uh, the night itself. I mean, you looked fabulous. You sounded fabulous. You'd been down this road Thank before. You. Uh, you'd would you done this before. I mean, you looked very comfortable in all of it. And uh, as we know from a lot of the interviews you've done, a lot of the speeches you've given, you did prepare yourself quite extensively for this. and it, and, and it kind of felt a little bit like 2019. When the Springboks went onto that final game, and we kind of knew <laughs> that they were going to win this. I mean, it was like one of those things where it was just a matter of watching oh. ninety minutes <laughs> unfold, and they were going to take it. And there's a certain way that you arrive at a place when you have this feeling that you've got everything together. Is that what you felt like on the evening, or did you did you feel uneasy? Was there still a a, a high chance that you'd missed something?
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the full on morning of experience up until the crowning moment so I woke up the crowning uh, morning specifically and I was very emotional and I couldn't understand why because it wasn't emotions of fear or not not knowing what's going to happen it was really just emotions of after three years tonight I'm getting the answers I've had questions to for so long because in the past you know I've been very close but I've never been the one and so this was a very defining moment for me but when I stepped on stage, were you there? Were you at the final night?
1: I actually wasn't, Natasha. I was actually at home watching ah, it very I comfortably wish you were. from home.
3: I, wish you were. <laughs> I really but, wish you were because yeah. the audience in person, honestly, that's what carried me through the night. Because my performance on final night, like you said, I really did feel like I had everything together. But it was simply because of the support and the the screaming from the crowd that I heard, like that energy that I felt. It, it just... I I got off after opening scene, which it it was insane. It was insane. I got off stage and I said, okay, now we're doing the top seven segment. We're doing the mission statements. You can't disappoint these people that's sitting here in the crowd, busy cheering you on. And I think the first time when I was done speaking about the top seven, I just, from there, I was comfortable. I was like, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be so present. And also, I was so calm, cool, and collected. Whenever I had to speak, I knew what I wanted to say. I knew my why. I knew how I wanted to express it. And honestly, it it was the perfect night for me. It it truly was. Yeah,
1: yeah. And there that...
3: wasn't one thing in the show where I was like, oh, I didn't love that. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if people saw it on TV because it didn't show <laughs> that part in the bikini. Um, in the bikini around i wore the green tassels i walked off stage and i had to stay on stage <laughs> so i ran back on the stage before the all cameras showed the whole top seven and i was like oh, Natasha, what did you just see and obviously the whole arena saw that so that was pretty funny
1: well i certainly didn't see it on tv that's for sure i don't know if anyone saw it in the <laughs> arena but i, I didn't i'm giving see you
3: it. all the insights That's great uh, the, the
1: juicy bits <laughs> but i mean you know it's it's interesting some of the observations you make because obviously the, the the lived experience that you go through on stage and obviously what what people see on TV and also kind of what people sort of anticipate and, and kind of go through. I must say your your fellow top seven, top five, top three, they were notable contestants. I mean, at one point I was kind of sitting going, "Wow, this is a really tough year to have to compete for Miss yes. South Africa." But what you do find yes. is, and this is almost like a bit of a game of golf or any major sports event, is that it becomes a mental experience. It's now who can keep yes. their mind on track, who can focus. And, and it's like you're an athlete. I mean you could be a beauty athlete if you want to call it that or a pageant athlete. I mean that's I think <laughs> that made the difference, Natasha. And I think it was that you managed to keep it all together, it, channel your energy and kind of just bring it across the line. And and I think that's eventually what what, what maybe pulled you through.
3: Look like, I really I really do appreciate you pointing that out because mentally that's one thing that I felt not costed me because just it was a destiny thing as well. But in 2020, mentally, I was so in my head about everything. I constantly overthought, I I, I overthought the entire time. It was thinking about this and that, and external factors where now having gone through so many therapy sessions, having had life coaching, it wasn't to come back to Miss, Miss South Africa necessarily. It was just to grow as a woman and work through emotions and disappointments of the past not knowing how much that mental state helped me, so yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Um, it's it's it mentally, you know what? Yes, you are right. That's something that did help. It did help, hundred percent.
1: Did twenty twenty take it take it out of you completely? I mean, was it was it a really tough event to get through? And and was it not what you had expected it to be once you'd entered and and obviously come out the other side?
3: Yeah. Your- It was tough and and I'm glad you're asking this because obviously I get to compare it to my year of 2020 but I remember back in 2020 it was COVID so everything was almost pre-recorded. There wasn't a lot of like cameras on us where this new journey of Crown Chasers was so challenging but also very insightful. I think we all got to know ourselves at a different level. You were challenged every single three, four days. I freaked out. Let me just quickly tell you, I freaked out when we had to do this TED talk. I was going through all these emotions of what am I going to say for five minutes? Why would people want to listen to my story? And I think when I was done with the TED talk, I just knew I I was so ready for this job. And I think the results really showed. But then I also love this factor of showing South Africa more of the girls. Because now sitting in the arena or watching on TV the final night, you almost know this person. Like, you know this girl's personality, you know her strong points, you know her weaknesses. You know what you can expect in your Miss South Africa. So I loved, I love that new part of Miss South Africa. But then, yes, it was the most challenging do- thing I've ever done in my entire life. And that's something I also said um, on Crown chases. I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. Um, there was co- cameras constantly uh, waiting around a lot because now it's filming. You know, you need to perfect it. Where final week almost felt a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Final, final week felt amazing. It was fun. A lot of nerves, a lot of nerves for final nights, a lot. But when I got on stage, everything was gone. I, mm. I I really can't explain it. And I never knew, you know, I spoke to Demi um, when I went to Miss Universe, obviously. And I asked, I was like, when you stood there, like, what was your emotions before they screamed out your name? And she was like, she was so calm and content. And I could not understand. I was like, how? You are standing in the top two of Miss Universe. Like, how do you feel that way? And that's exactly the emotion I felt on Miss South Africa. I was so, so content. I was. I, it's weird. It was. It's an out of body experience. I wish I could put it in words. Like, it almost felt like I knew. Even if I win or if I don't win, I was so happy with everything I've done. Coming back, everything I've done.
1: Incredible. I mean, it's it's amazing to have that kind of. It would be to be that content. About a situation. Yes. Uh, I mean, you're talking about you're talking about Demi Lee, and um, I had a, a, a similar conversation with Rolene Strauss because she was also a second time winner. Came back to take Miss South Africa, came yes. back to take Miss World, uh, and you guys share a very, very similar journey up until the I think the year because she was also came back three years after she'd initially not made uh, Miss South Africa to right to the to the to the crown. Uh, have you guys been chatting at all?
3: Yes. Um, yeah, so Demi Demi did did help me quite a lot, not in terms of anything physical, but more just support-wise. Um, she checked in on me just asking, is, is there anything she can help with? Um, she gave me some words of encouragement. And just when I asked her, like, what was things that she did um, to keep herself calm? That was more the questions I asked her and where she helped me. It was never really like, show me how you walk or turn or you know what she what she thinks I should wear it was really just more the mental state and like how she got herself to really fully show as herself that night because I felt like back in 2020 I was so anxious the entire evening I didn't keep myself calm my heart rate was through the roof where when I had to speak on stage on Sunday I knew there was three speaking rounds and I know for South Africa what you say is very important like yes walking. It's very nice. But like when you speak, people want to hear something where they feel represented. And when I went up for top seven, I was calm. And I th- almost feel like that's where I knew. I was like, I really do feel like it's mine. I really do feel like it's mine. Um when I was called in the top three and the crowd just I would I would forever be in debt to South Africa. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was great to see so many people, different uh ages races religions I mean really across the board like the real Rainbow nation kind of really rallying behind your 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 title and and I hope it it continues that way but I think also one of the other things that's become quite evident is that South Africans have latched on to your miss South Africa title as uh, an opportunity to also raise every possible issue that South Africa has at the moment I mean I, I'm not not sure of you filling potholes or fixing escom or elections or whatever else is coming our way you know it's sort of um, in a leadership void, here's somebody who could maybe lead us in some direction. And I think you're going to be inundated with people asking you to step into all kinds of different challenges that we have in South Africa. I know one question you had been asked was about the elections, and it was also a question that came up during the round. And I know ex- I, I'd heard your answer to this before, but I, I wanted to to sort of get you to reiterate this this question again in terms of uh, your take on, on the elections coming up in 2024.
3: Yes, yes. So I want to simplify it really by saying you can't complain if you don't vote. There is many social issues that we face, but I feel like people are so easy to voice them, like blood cheating or like you said, the bottles, or we don't get fair health care, but do you actually show up that one day and vote? Um, so I really, really do encourage everyone to vote and, and to think a little bit more clearly on the actions that has been taken and and what you want to see. And if if you want to see a notable difference in this country, um we're gonna have to show up for elections. So that's you know we we don't have to overcomplicate that that way of voting, mm. if if I can simplify.
1: Absolutely. Register, the be there, vote and make a change. Cause if you're if you're not there, it's not nothing's gonna happen. So you've made the decision not to go to Miss World or Miss Universe. Why is that?
3: I'm a supranational in Miss Universe. Oh. Um so I was very clear from the start that I came back to be Miss South Africa and I think people just did not want to listen. It's like everyone was trying to kind of be blind to how important it is to be a Miss South Africa because we we've glamorized it over the past few years in terms of, I'm saying the public glamorized it, only focusing on the hype of going to internationals because it is glamorous. It's nice. You dress up like we compete we're standing together as a country, which is incredible. But what about the job as Miss South Africa? Like, what about what our people need Yeah, And I really did say I want to serve my country, and I meant it. I really meant it. Um, so the goal for me was never to be Miss Universe or be Miss Supernational. Like, yes, at the time when I had to go to Miss Universe, I was like, yes, you know, I was not Miss South Africa. Maybe I was destined to be Miss Universe, and yeah, now I'll w- I just said clearly, like I'm gonna devote myself for this entire year to my South Africans. Um, I'll go to El Salvador to Miss Universe to support Briony, but I um I want to be Miss South Africa, and I really hope people are hearing me loud and clear when I say this is a very very important platform and job. Um, I take it very seriously. And yeah, I'm really excited, and I'll be rooting for whoever represents us on stage.
1: Tremendous. Well, there you have it. Natasha Jubea, she's Miss South Africa 2023. May you have a splendid year. May you have a constructive year, and may it be all that you uh, had wished for. And thank you so much for making the time to be on the Santon Times Hour.
3: Really, really thank you always for inviting me. I really appreciate it.
1: Amazing. We're going to take a quick musical break, and then we're going to wrap it all up right
2: after this.
3: Did you know that one in five girls drop out of school when they
2: reach puberty because they don't have the means to manage their monthly menstruation? Rada My Pad is a girl's solution to staying in school. It's easy to use, cost-effective, with unique and very cool designs. Rada My Pad is sustainable and durable with a lifespan up to five years. Visit rada.co.za to sponsor a girl, a school, or to place an order empowering young women, my choice, my future, my life. My pad.
0: Follow the Santon Times on social media. At Santon Times.
1: This is the Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 with Tina Turner and simply the best. As we have a few minutes left of the hour, I promised to touch on two hotels I had the pleasure of visiting in Cape Town during a recent visit that I did. And uh, the first one is a hotel called the Winchester Hotel. The building's been around for quite some time, it's a well established building in Cape Town. But it's been refurbished and brought back to life and in a very gorgeous way it's got sort of this art deco feel everything's black and white these black and white tiles but then it's got these beautiful uh, flower creepers that uh, go up the sides of the internal courtyard that give the entire hotel such character and it is a beautiful place it's sort of located uh, right there in a prime position in seapoint and uh, it is truly beautifully put together it's got all the old features that the the building had i believe they've added on an additional floor on the top of the building so they've made it a little bit higher but as for the rest of it you can still see some of the architecture of yesteryear but married beautifully with some new touches And uh, they've brought in a a very tasteful new feel to the hotel. It's got a a lovely bar. It's got a lovely restaurant where you can have breakfast as well. And uh, it's also got a swimming pool, which whilst I was down there in uh, the winter months uh, is not probably the the place you want to jump into. But I think in the summer months, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. It's got some incredible rooms, each one with their own very unique character. And they've managed to keep uh, these fantastic elements of the hotel as part of the redesign. And I encourage you to go check out the Winchester Hotel when you're down in Cape Town. And the other hotel that I also had the pleasure of checking in at is the the Taj Hotel in Cape Town, which is in a completely different part of town. It's right opposite the Houses of Parliament, which is a really interesting spot to be in. And if you ever get a chance to stay there, I encourage you to take a walk through the Gardens of Parliament. It's really just a special walk, especially early in the morning if you want to just get a little bit of exercise in. But the Taj Cape Town is actually the Old Reserve Bank building. So, once again, a heritage building with the most incredible pieces of history sort of shining through at different points in the hotel. If you're in the lobby, if you're in the restaurant, if you're in the bar area, you can kind of see this incredible marble and the incredible effort that went into building this building when it was still the Reserve Bank. And uh, once again, just in a really great location top-notch luxury in terms of the hotel itself. It's also got a fantastic spa. So if you enjoy going to a spa uh, when you're staying at a hotel, go check out the spa as well. The most incredible views wherever you're in the hotel. I mean, if you enjoy a sea view, that's great. But if you enjoy a view of Table Mountain and especially Cape Town summer months when you've got sunshine and blue skies, that view of Parliament and Table Mountain when you look out of your window is quite something. And uh, it's quite envious when you do send it to people overseas. Because uh, they just always say, you know what, you guys have got the most incredible country and the most beautiful, beautiful uh, nature and and city views. But uh, the Taj is also well known for its restaurant downstairs called the Bombay Brasserie. And it's probably one of the best I- uh, Indian restaurants in uh, Cape Town. It's a beautiful space with a great menu, a nice variety. But what they've also done is uh, they've also brought in some really uh, South African flavors as well. So you'll find a couple of very South African Uh, tastes and dishes that come through on the menu as well, which is something that they've added recently. Even though the the kitchen is uh, very, very international, I mean, they've brought out proper Indian chefs, to prepare a lot of the dishes, and I think that's why they've also done such a great job uh, and being so well-known for uh, those Indian dishes. But what's great is that they've now brought in that sort of South African flavor as well, and I think that's what makes it work. So check out those two hotels next time you're done in Cape Town. If you're looking for something different and something new to check out, the Winchester Hotel and the Taj Cape Town, two very different properties, but definitely, definitely worth a stay. And that's it for another Santon Times Hour on Mix 93.8 and is always available on uh, all good podcast platforms. If you want to get in touch, you can email editor at today, or connect on social media at Santon Times or visit the website www.santontimes.co.za and feel free to send through your questions, your comments, your feedback, your input, your stories. All of those are always welcome. Thank you to all the guests who made time to be on the show this week, as well as Vincenzo. Thank you, for doing all the great things that you do every single week and also the Santon Times team, as well as everyone on Mix 93.8. Thank you for listening and let's connect again
2: next week.